0: Welcome to the Upward Momentum Podcast. Today, I'm joined with Mary Angela Avila. Welcome, Mary Angela.
1: Thank you. Thank you, man. I'm So excited to be here.
0: Uh, we're, I'm excited to have you here. So, I want to talk to you about this really cool thing that I stumbled across on LinkedIn, the YYC Local Christmas Challenge. So, tell tell us about that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. Um with everything that's going on uh, with COVID and, and what our world has been through, I've, I've seen it affect so many families and I've seen it affect families that um, have been laid off, families that have started new businesses, families that already have businesses and that have been greatly affected by this. And so I've kind of seen it just affect each person's lives differently, but affect everybody in some sort of way. And then I think about um, the things that our city has been facing for the last couple of years. And if you think back for the last five years, Calgary has has experienced economic stagnation. We were in a recession. We kind of started seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, um, and then COVID happened. Uh, we've had high unemployment. The, the energy price and oil price decline. And it's just been, it's been a little crazy for our city for the last couple of years. So if you weren't affected by COVID, you were affected somehow before. Um, and so I look at our, our at our city and, and I see that um, for every dollar that's spent locally, it gives back $6 into our economy. And so when I think about buying local, it's not something that I've always been a hundred percent for. Mm-hmm. Um, I understood the benefits and, and I wanted to partake in it, but sometimes I agree. Sometimes it is a little easier to just go to the big box stores to order off Amazon. I've been there and I've done that. And I understand why people do it. Uh, but what, uh, what a better year than to start now mm-hmm. and, and whether you start it and continue, or this is your one year, just setting the intention to do it, it can really do a lot of good for our city. And I think right now during during this pandemic, lots of people have felt really hopeless and, and they felt like a lack of power. And when you think about it, I think that I actually got a tattoo when I was um, back in university and it said, we are the world.
2: Mm.
1: And I kind of regret it. I think it's super <laughs> cheesy. But when I look back, I know why I got it. And it's because I believe that all these people, every step that we take, every inspired moment that we have to make a difference, it does make a change in our city. So my goal with the YYC local Christmas challenge is to get 2,500 Calgarians, which I think is a very reasonable goal when you look at our entire population, um, 2,500 Calgarians to commit to buying 85% local this Christmas. So I um, I know that everyone's budgets are different And some people aren't even doing gifts, maybe they're giving back to charities. And really, when it comes to Christmas, I think that your presence is more important than your presence. So um, really, it's not the it's it's not what's that saying that people say, it's the best things in life aren't things. Mm -hmm. So so when it comes to this Christmas, I know that everyone's budgets are different. Maybe we're not even doing presents maybe you're just doing stockings or you're doing something small but that one small thing can be something really thoughtful and hopefully it can be purchased local Uh, or maybe you do takeout for Christmas this year so uh, I think if each family spends x number and that x number is multiplied by six and reinvested back into Calgary what a beautiful thing On top of that, all the companies. So when you join the YYC Christmas Challenge, Mm -hmm. um, you commit to trying to stick to 85% local. And then each week I've vetted and um, gotten companies, local businesses in Calgary to commit to the challenge. So uh, each week you'll receive an email and it'll have the company, what they sell, how they give back to our city and what what you can kind of purchase with them. So hopefully that makes it easy because I I know it's hard when you are uh, looking at what local businesses to buy. You're like, oh, well, I can't Mm -hmm. just go to a mall and just check all of them out. Like, it'd be nice to just have them all in one place. So in the email, it's kind of like you have a catalog. You have them right there. You have their Instagram, their website. You click. And on top of that, there's a coupon code. Um, So the companies have all been vetted by me, they give back to our city in various different ways that are all important and inspiring. And I hope we can encourage these, these families, the families behind these businesses, and then, and then hopefully stimulate our city a little bit more, keep people employed as well.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds like a really amazing initiative. So what, what spawned this? Where did this all where did this amazing idea come from?
1: Uh, I'd have to say, um, this year I was, I was actually laid off earlier this year, uh, in the middle of the pandemic and, uh, just this year, I've taken the time to listen to, you know, when you have that tug on your heart, something that you're just mm-hmm. like, I want to do something.
2: Yeah. And
1: and sometimes it sounds ridiculous. And sometimes you're like, who am I? Like, what do I think of? Why would I do that? And this year I've listened to all those tugs, which I call them nudges off. um, I don't know if if anybody's heard of Jessica Jansen, another local uh, Calgarian, she's a super mom. Um, But I've listened to to those nudges, those tugs at my heart that have inspired me to do something. And they've taken me really to really great places and and been super rewarding Mm -hmm. so i would say that that from being laid off i've i've been inspired in different ways just watching people that have been laid off kind of revamp themselves and just figure out i find sometimes people were hiding behind their corporate titles Mm -hmm. and maybe they were passionate about their jobs or maybe they weren't maybe they're passionate about this hobby that they just sit and do and and now they're like okay I'm tired of applying to jobs. I'm going to see what I can do. And let's, let's put this on Etsy or let's, let's uh, start selling. Let's see who's interested in this. And so when I look at those people, I want to encourage them because I've been in that spot.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: um I guess all those, the mixture of all those things inspired this.
0: Okay, well, and it's it's so interesting how you say you know you you ran into this you know you got laid off, and naturally for a lot of people it's it's very tough. I've been there, you've been there, Mm -hmm. but you took such a positive spin. Is there anything you could tie specifically that says, "Hey, you know what? I got to do this. Like this is is there something that helped you get through that?
1: I think it's through through this pandemic and uh, being laid off. I've really committed to continuing to learn mm-hmm. um and to continuing to be inspired so I, I i'm an avid reader and most of the books that i read are uh they're either self self-help i don't even like that word self-help
2: yeah growth, i'm with like you
1: growth and development books yeah um, self-help sounds like i don't know it sounds derogatory anyway,
0: i agree we should talk to the bookstores
1: yeah like personal development it's so exactly. important and so uh personal development leadership i read some biographies um and so autobiographies. so mm-hmm. anyways it's uh i would say that reading books keeps me inspired and grounded but then at the same time i've i've built communities through my networks mm-hmm. and um this particular year i've had lots of friends that had babies this year so they were busy and they weren't and they're allowed to be busy and enjoying their time so I found community not really in the same people that were my go-to but in other great people that were uh, part of a networking group that I'm a part of and they're they're inspiring leaders whether they're established in their business or not Mm -hmm. each one of them inspired me in some sort of way so having those people around me and then the voices in the in the audiobooks that I listen to it, it helps. It helps a lot. Nice. Yeah.
0: So how how did you go about meeting these entrepreneurs and, and wrangling up this, this awesome collective of people?
1: So it's funny because the couple nudges that I told you about earlier, yeah. um, they've been a lot more work than I anticipated. And I kind of just commit and I yeah. launch it and then I figure it out along the way. so this one i i had an idea of what it would look like and of course it kind of changed i had my my google doc and i started typing in there um but for this one i launched it and i thought okay we'll get we'll get a newsletter every wednesday i'll contact businesses and i kind of thought okay this is going to go big and businesses are going to come to me and Mm -hmm. then i'll just get a coupon code i'll make sure that that they give to our city and I'll make sure that they attract that they're attractive local businesses. But then I had nobody reaching out to me for businesses. I had lots of people committing to the challenge, but no one for businesses. So I had to spend a lot of time researching and trying to find um, really interesting local businesses that kind of fit what I was looking for for this challenge. And I mean, there's so many great local businesses. But Mm -hmm. for this one, I really wanted ones that that were also worth giving back to our city so that's a little more specific so I had to do a lot of research and I had to reach out to a bunch of businesses and then I had to follow up and and kind of keep track of everyone and then get their codes and and re-explain and and so it's been a lot more administrative work I, mm. I would say than I anticipated um but yeah just good old google for for research
0: awesome yeah it, and it's interesting because when you when you talk about the work you went through it almost sounds like you very similar to when you're looking for a job yeah um you know you you still got to go out you got to do all that research and, and keep yeah. records you got
1: to pitch yourself right
0: yeah so yeah. would like i guess on that sort of side we'll kind of go down a bit of a different route here yeah. you know, looking for a job would you say that they're almost one and the same you know i similar?
1: think i think um one of the things, so I was laid off this year and I'm currently not looking for a job. Yeah. Um, however, I've always known that I think if applying to jobs is not that fun of a process. Right. Um, the fact, you know, you want to look for jobs that you're passionate about and, and that you're really excited to apply to. And when you do that, you should be... Uh, adjusting your cover letter and adjusting your resume and making it fit the role that you're applying to. And so that can be a little tedious. And I feel for Mm -hmm. everybody that's been in that spot. However, I think if you focus on the roles that really excite you, Mm -hmm. and that limits it, then you're not looking at 15, maybe you're looking at
0: three,
1: right, particular time frame, and you can focus on doing really good for that one. And I think just believing in yourself and putting and just showing what you're passionate about. You know, one of the things I don't like about resumes and cover letters is that it really doesn't show the person behind the paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if somehow through still remaining professional and showing the things you've worked on, you can show a little bit of what's underneath and what you're really passionate about. I think that will uh, um, appeal to a recruiter much more than seeing the, the standard resume that they always see.
0: Yeah. Interesting. hmm and then I want to tie this kind of back into the the your whole little uh, yYC giving campaign that you're working on as well. So what's interesting is it almost sounds to me like what you're saying is you know you've you've essentially started yourself a little business here.
1: It's funny how you say that because I didn't see it that way. I kind of just saw it, you know, this is just a challenge, and and mm-hmm. I think it's a perfect timing for for Calgary this year and everything. And then as I was contacting all these businesses and and you know keeping track of everything, um, I realized that I have other ideas for next year,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't know if it's a if it's a little business, maybe it's just something I do every year. Uh, but I am excited for, for the ideas. It it sparked a lot of good things like being on this podcast with you.
0: Yeah, me. no, yeah. for sure. And and the reason I, I mentioned the whole business idea, cause it's so funny because when you talk, you know, it's, you talk about sort of this idea of reaching out to people and then we talk about applying for jobs and it it's almost to me, they're almost one and the same that when you think about looking for a job, really you're kind of, you are your own business and you're marketing yeah. yourself to a company.
1: One of the things I've really learned through the pandemic, through being laid off, through other other people, watching other people, is the importance of building a personal brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I've noticed. I, I've been in the shoes of, okay, I have a steady job. I like where I'm at. I'm not looking for a job. And you're not as active on LinkedIn. And you're not, you know, you say you read, for example, am. I, um, I host a book club. And the way I launched that was just, hey, I read a lot of good books, and I'd love to have other people to chat with them. And and now I have a group of women that come together and, and we discuss these books. So slowly, I've kind of built a personal brand on the things that I'm passionate about. And I, it allows you to have more flexibility because having that personal brand somehow um has allowed me to have more courage to launch this challenge and to do all the all the random things that I that I get that I get involved in. So yeah, I think the personal brand is really important. Um and sticking true to yourself, right? Like it it might not be books, maybe it's snowboarding. Maybe it's you said you like to to bake bread. So we all have something and and that's interesting to somebody out there, right? So
0: Yeah, absolutely. Interesting when you when you talked about um, you know all these different things that you're doing and and I want to go back again. Also, you you talked about you know being laid off. Let's you know is is one of the most tough, most difficult things that just about anybody will go through in their life. I've um, met many people recently who you know ten years of the company boom, it, they've been laid off. But and and a lot of people think you know 2020. Hey, what a dumpster fire! What a what a bad year! But you you look at like uh, you you seem to have such a positive outlook on things um and it sounds like you've had such growth in 2020 and and I can personally say I've definitely seen a lot in myself as well um if you were to say 2020 is the year of growth what would you say what's been that positive impact for you
1: um i see an opportunity in crisis mm-hmm. and uh i really like the quote that i heard and it's it says I win, I learn, but I never lose. And I have to admit, when I look back on 2020, 2020 has been tough for me for many reasons. Um, But I consider myself an eternal optimist. And um, one of the things I also wrote down somewhere one day was that I am an ambitious and endless dreamer. And if you know me, you know that those words are very true. Uh, so yes, I would say that 2020 has been the year of growth for sure, personal development for sure for me, uh, and just being more true to myself. I, I find that yes, um, being laid off was one of the hardest things that I've ever went through. Uh, and, and I was shocked and I, I, I can say that I used to think that I was safe and that it, it I understood it happened, but I didn't see it happening to me. Mm-hmm. and. 2020 made me realize that I am irreplaceable but not forgettable Um, and that sometimes we spend so much time building the lives of other people or helping other people's careers advance or other people's motives advance and agendas without while forgetting ours Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: maybe in ours there's something really special that can't go with the company can't go with 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 maybe what you're doing. So 2020 has been really interesting because it shook my identity in so many different ways. Um, But at the same time, I think it's been a total blessing in disguise. And that's weird to say for 2020 because it has been a very rough year. But I I think it's kind of a turning point. Um, And yeah, I I definitely count my blessings for sure.
0: So on that note, when you say turning point, let's talk path forward. I mean, we're, we're nearly at the end of the year here there's there's a new year on the horizon and many more to come um so path like you know you talk about you know the, these opportunities and and all this change and everything what do you see the, the, for yourself like your path forward your future your you know these eternal optimist like let's 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 look at that for a minute what does the what does the future look like
1: you know i've uh i've always felt like i have i have something really big to share and and that i want to change the world in some way and before i was not courageous enough to openly say that and admit that to other people um and i think other people might have seen it in myself but but they but you know it's just it just is what it is it comes in passing whatever i i would have never said that out loud before and now Mm I'm being true to that because it, it really is something that i've always felt so path forward I'm staying open to all sorts of opportunities uh, and opportunities are magically just like landing on my shoulders. And I'm so happy and and feel so blessed for that. Uh, For Path Forward, I've been working on something for the last since April Mm. and um, I'm really getting close to finishing Uh, and it's a course and then I'll be able to launch it. And it's something I'm really passionate about, uh, and that aligns with my values and that I can still have the flexibility to do all these things, uh, and be able to give back to, so I'm not ready to share just yet. I like to keep a little curiosity there, but I'm hoping in the new year, come January, I will be able to share. So I'm working really hard because I have a short piece left and, and then I can finally share it. Amazing. Yeah.
0: So I, I I want to ask about another thing there. You said change, like changing yourself. Um, and and Mm -hmm. a lot, most people are afraid of change. Um, let's start there actually. Why, why do you think people are so afraid of change?
1: I think people are afraid of change because sometimes change requires you to leave lots of things behind. Um, you know i have i have a friend that she had to take a courageous a courageous step to to leave her her partner behind before and and that was very tough and i can mm-hmm. put myself in other people's shoes that have been in that situation and i can't imagine how hard that must be uh change when when somebody gets laid off and all of a sudden they start they say okay i'm not going to go back to the same type of job that i was doing before change comes when you all of a sudden have a kid and you're like who am i so so change happens to us so many times in our lives and I think people are afraid of it because they're afraid of changing change is change is hard because it's almost like you're stepping over a bridge and you don't know if you're gonna like that that what's on the other side Mm -hmm. but until you get out of that comfort zone you really won't know so yeah yeah
0: so then for you you had this change where you said, "Hey, I'm here to change the world." And and create this impact. What was what was that defining moment where you said, "Hey, I'm I'm ready to tell the world?"
1: It came it wasn't like a one it came slowly. Okay. I would say it came slowly. It was the people that I surrounded myself with. My mom always used to say you are the five people that you surround yourself with. And luckily for me, over the last five years, I've surrounded myself with very successful people. And in seeing their success, I realized that, hey, there are people just like you and I that just took brave, brave decisions with the materials that they had. They use the same Google and search engines that we did. They went to the University of YouTube. So I've seen that, you know what, like, these very successful people aren't that much different than, than you and I. Mm-hmm. So if they can do it, why not us too? Then when I get laid off, um, it just, it was the amount the things that I did after that. The people that I surrounded myself with, um, realizing the things I learned from the experiences that I left behind, realizing what I wanted in the future. Um, and then slowly I started saying, okay, what what's next for me? And it's so hard because every once in a while I'd see like a cool role pop up on LinkedIn um, or a cool company comes up and I'm like, hey, I could go there. But then I thought about it and I was like, wait a second. There's something that I want to do and that I know that if I'm doing something with another company that doesn't fit that, I'm never going to get there. Mm -hmm. And I'm really curious to find out what's on that other side. So That moment where I said, okay, I want to change, I want to change the world. I don't know. It came slowly and um, it was just one day. I think somebody I must have seen inspired me by, by their bold steps that I just said, okay, this, this is it. Sometimes I think those moments just come to us. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and you got to be ready to listen. Yeah. You you have a note sections on, on your phone and write things down.
0: Absolutely. I I do that all the time. I'm constantly taking notes.
1: Yeah, little little things that come to you. And you know what? I read somewhere too that those things that we don't write down Mm
2: -hmm. that come
1: to us, like say when we're laying in bed and we're like, oh, I have this great idea. Oh yeah, I'll remember it tomorrow. Don't worry, I'll remember it tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, tomorrow comes and you can't remember it. It's those things that bring us stress in our lives. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I gotta do, I gotta write a check or I gotta send some money to this person. If you don't write it down, when you're trying to remember later on, it adds stress. So.
0: Good to know. Absolutely. So another question on on the whole lines of sort of the 2020, the pandemic and everything like that, you know, naturally it's been a very challenging year for several, for many people uh, um, around the world. But unfortunately with that has come a lot of negativity. So being a super positive, optimistic person, how do you find um you know maybe navigating through that
1: you know it's funny that you mentioned that because just yesterday i woke up and um i had a call with my mom my mom lives in florida but both my parents do and uh they actually have covid right now oh no and so and so on top of their own regular life problems they have covid too and and then i thought about and then i go on on facebook or instagram or something and all of a sudden I see a fundraiser about people in Venezuela and then I switch to something else and I see something about suicide and I switch to something else and I see something about a little boy that got diagnosed with, with a terminal illness. And all of a sudden I'm just like, because of the new restrictions and everything, everything that I saw and all the groups that I'm a part of and everything, it kind of all became like a big complaining Um or venting place Mm. which I understand and I think that there's a place for that uh and we all need that and we're all grieving something and I get it but I really felt the weight of the world kind of on my shoulders and it was right before actually you and I had a call to talk about about this podcast and then Mm -hmm. I had that conversation with you and everything just kind of started changing that positivity came back and and I was like okay everything's okay. The world is not falling apart. But even though I'm an optimist and and I do always fall back to positivity, I can definitely say that I feel it too. It sucks. It's been a tough year. Christmas is basically canceled and that's tough. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things that I did yesterday after our conversation actually is that I said, okay, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. 2020 has been hard and I get it. But within 2020, there's also been good things. And I just shared a post and I said, tell me the best thing that's happened to you this year. There's got to be something. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of people came back and shared one thing. Some shared many, um, but they shared at least one thing that made their year. And those things were so big. Like in any other year, if those things would have happened to anyone, that already would have been named like a really good year. And then, and then I thought, and then I kind of put together my list and I was like, you know what? Yes, 2020 has been a bad year, but when I remove the pandemic and I remove those things and I just focus on these things that people are sharing and the good things that I wrote down on my paper, it's actually been as good as a year or maybe even better than some other years that I've had in the past. And so I think, yes, we need to grieve. And yes, we're allowed to feel all the things that we're feeling right now. Um, and nobody, everyone's deserving of what they're feeling for sure. But at the same time, after you're, when you're ready, just think of those good things that happened to you this year. And I'm sure that all of us have at least three that make this year worthwhile. So.
0: It, and it's interesting you say that because if if we look at say other years, and say if we remove all the good things, I I'm sure we could probably find similar things that each each and every one of us has experienced that has been been a challenge for us. Or maybe not such that we could consider, hey, not a good year. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny you say that because there's one one quote I absolutely love, and I have a coaster of it. is uh, It says, "In the middle of difficulty lies opportunity." Yeah. um it's albert einstein
2: yeah. and
0: and i love it and it was it was given to me many years ago and and it stuck with me forever and I, I just remember like even when i was laid off and was i was out of work is i always remember that you know hey in the middle of difficulty there's always opportunity or as some people say when one door closes another one opens
2: yeah and,
0: and i love that optimism and i think that that's that's probably the biggest key for anybody right now is to say you know what yeah, it's, things are tough, but it's, it's been a great year. And, and I actually tried to start a gratitude uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't go anywhere, but if anybody's interested, um, what I tried to do is to, Hey, you know what? Share three things you're grateful for. Um, mm-hmm. And you choose the medium. I know we see a lot of these challenges go around, Hey, you know, share a picture no words, this, that, but I want anybody out there to just go ahead, use hashtag gratitude challenge and just go and do that. Like, let's, let's end 2020 on a high note. I mean, we've got this amazing YYC local Christmas challenge that you've come up with. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's start there. Hey, these entrepreneurs anywhere, I mean, let's anywhere. It doesn't have to be just in YYC. I challenge anybody anywhere to take this. Now
1: that you mention it, um, there's actually been so Cochrane started their own child challenge inspired Amazing. by the YYC challenge.
0: Okay. And
1: then Leftbridge as well.
0: That's excellent.
1: So, you know, it I'm not special. I'm just yeah. anybody. I don't have a huge following. I don't have I'm not famous. I'm nothing like that. Um, but you just you can be that light. You can choose to be a light in mm. times of darkness. Damn. Uh and and people need that right now. And All of us are spending more time at home. We have time to reflect. We have time to spend with our family. And we're all, unfortunately, whether we believe in it or not, we're all consumed by social media. Mm -hmm. Whether it's our place for news or it's our place to just scroll, we're consumed by social media. But social media can be a bad place and it can make us compare ourselves to other people. It can can do all those things. But it can also be a place to inspire. So you choose what you see. And you have to kind of curate your following to fit what you want. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just it's just something to reflect on, right?
0: Absolutely, and I I couldn't agree more. I think that really um, it, it's so important that especially right now we we spread that good and share that community. I mean, look at what you've been able to inspire. And one of my other favorite quotes is, you know, to one per to the world you may be nobody, but to one person you may be the world. And Correct. at the end of the day, if we look to make a change in the world to change 7 billion people can always be a challenge, but you start with just one and that can make mm-hmm. a ripple effect.
1: The ripple effect is is really big, really big. I believe in that ripple effect for sure. And I love that quote that you just shared. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, wanna thank you so much for your time. This has been super insightful and really three key things from this you know, support local business. And most of all, uh, Mary Angela has generously uh, started a local YYC Christmas challenge. And if anybody is interested in getting involved with this, how how do we find out more?
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, the easiest way I would say is find me on Instagram. My handle is Mary Angela Avila. Uh, so it's M-A-R-I-A-N-G-E-L-A, another A for my last name, V is in Victor, I-L-A. I have a long name. Okay. Um, or you can just find it on my website, MaryAngelaVila.com, on LinkedIn. I'm kind of in, in all the social media networks. Just look up Mary Angela. I'm probably like the only Mary Angela I think I've seen in Calgary or something. And then, and then like it, share it. Please help me share it. Save it as well. All of these things help the the social media algorithms keep showing it to more people. Um, Help me reach my goal of getting 2,500 Calgarians to commit to doing 85% local this year. And I really think that that ripple effect, that multiplier effect will show in our economy and um, will benefit us. It'll benefit you. It'll benefit me. It'll benefit so many people. So what a great time than at Christmas. And to start the new year, to do it in a way that comes back full circle. We help our economy. We help these families. We give thoughtful gifts to our families. And then it helps. And then in turn, these companies are helping um, our city as well.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you. And best way to get a hold of you, I imagine, same way through your Instagram and all those sort of social media channels.
1: Yeah, yeah. LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm not very active on Twitter. I do have an account, but I'm not very active on that one uh i think that's all linkedin as well if i didn't mention that one earlier
0: yeah i'll make sure to link you as well
1: perfect so don't
0: forget yyc local christmas challenge is uh the thing and if you want to get a hold of us um pretty simple just look up upward momentum on instagram as well we're also on twitter at upward momentum one or linkedin we have a page as well so thank you for listening and thank you, Mary Angela, again for uh, for your positivity and everything like that. And to everybody out there, stay positive, stay healthy, stay happy, and happy holidays to everybody. Thank you.